Hello guys, welcome to day 4 of our Christmas tradition. We have looked at the book of Luke chapter 4. Listen to what others have to say about the book of Luke chapter 4. Hi, good evening. So today we read Luke chapter 4 and the whole chapter has a lot of things for us Christians to learn from and to apply in our walk with God on earth. Um, first and foremost, the temptation of Jesus. We, we saw that Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and he was led to be tempted. He was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit and tempted by the devil, obviously. So he was what, what we can learn from this is that Jesus was a spirit filled man. He performed his ministry as a spirit filled man. As Christians, we have to be spirit filled because we can't do this work on our own it's not possible we need the holy spirit to be able to triumph and come out victorious at the end and we need to rely on the holy spirit jesus didn't um rely on his own resources as a divine or nature but he really limited himself to what god could could do through him he submitted himself to the guidance of god the father and to the empowering of god the holy spirit and he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted here he identifies with us in temptation because um like hebrews 4 15 says we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but in he was also tempted but yet without sin um so he just shows us that yes we will be tempted but he has given us like we have the holy spirit to help us through this temptation because jesus did it and as an example of how a christian should be we can also do it and um another thing is um jesus was tempted for the 40 for the whole 40 days like back to back they want the 40th day but yet without sin so as christians it is possible to be tempted yes and we would come out without sin we can't give the excuse of saying these days are evil days those days were simpler days or easier days how many of us in this day and age can say oh yes we've actually be, been tempted for 40 days straight none of us so really jesus has faced greater temptations and he still came out victorious so this is an encouragement to us as christians and um another thing we can see is where um jesus tells um satan he says get behind me satan like this is just um a fulfillment of the um, what was later expressed in the scripture where um james 4 7 where it says resist the devil and he will flee from you he will flee from you but he won't be gone forever so you have to keep resisting the devil it is a struggle we have to keep resisting the devil because that is his work his work is to go around to and fro looking for whom he will devour and like the later part of um the um scripture says in luke the devil left him to come back and at an appointed time so he will come back but we have to resist him no matter what and another thing that piqued my attention was where um jesus said where the devil rather quoted psalm 91 but jesus was able to resist him he was able to you know he he did he wasn't enticed by the words of satan to take a step of faith that would actually test god in an ungodly way but 
he was able to rightly divide the word of truth he knew what was you know what was the scripture and what was twisted to look like the scripture and um finally 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 another thing i want us to you know to learn from the scriptures is that we need to know god for ourselves we need to you know know god as as christians we have to know him personally we don't have to we can't depend on you know someone else's knowledge or because we are born into christian families or whatever we have to know god for ourselves and we have to know the bible because that is the resource we have to be able to win this battle because if you read through this chapter you see that even the demons they knew who he was they knew they they identified his authority so uh, how much more as christians and the devil himself he also knows these scriptures he will use it to tempt us but when we know the scriptures for ourselves when we have in-depth knowledge we will know how to rightly divide the word of truth like jesus did praise god i don't know about you but i was so excited reading um to this chapter chapter 4 of the book of Luke. Now, looking at the life of the and ministry of Jesus Christ, like, I understood that the ministry and the life of Jesus Christ was a success because he worked for it. Not because there was a spoken word alone. Yes, it is okay for you to have the spoken word, for you to have a prophecy. But then it is another thing for you to walk towards the prophecy so that it will be of a success. Now, before Jesus Christ was born, there was a prophecy over his life and there was an affirmation from John the Baptist to Anna, to Simeon, to his mother, to even the angel of God. Now, when Jesus Christ came into picture, he discovered that he has a mandate. He was here on earth for a purpose. And of course, this purpose has to be accomplished, even though there was a prophecy. But I discovered that Jesus Christ didn't just fold his hands and allow the prophecy to come into play. He worked for it. He worked for the success of his ministry here on earth. Looking at the aspect where um, the, the devil came to tempt Jesus Christ. And you could imagine how he was dishing out the word of God. How he was dishing out the scriptures. It was obvious that Jesus Christ had an in-depth understanding of, a, of the word of God. And this was achieved through his hard work sitting sitting down to study the word of god even the bible says this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth you shall meditate on it day and night and i believe jesus christ had an in-depth understanding and study of the word of god and that's why he was able to to overcome the enemy he also had he didn't just fold his hand he also had an understanding that be it that there is a prophecy spoken over my life. See, my ministry here on earth will not just come smoothly. 
there would be some roughness, the likes of temptation, which we saw. The enemy came to tempt him not once, not twice. So some of us, when we have, when we just hear that, ah, the Lord said you're going to be great, we tend to relax. Ah, definitely it will come into play. You can imagine if um, Dr. Paul and Nature comes to you and tell you, ah, it is affirmed that you are going to be great here on earth. Some of us tend to relax. So I've learned that from the in-depth study of the, uh, of the book of Luke and the life of Jesus Christ, there was a prophecy spoken over his life, but never for once did he relent. Rather, he launched out. He was open to learn and at the same time, open to teach out what he has learned. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Yeah, good evening, everybody. Um, my own contribution from the book of Luke chapter 4 is here we are meant to understand that after the commissioning after the baptism of jesus by john the baptist and straight out of jordan jesus was being led by the holy spirit into the wilderness and that signifies a place of preparation for the assignment for the tax side for of jesus to preach the gospel so it signifies a, a place of preparation and we're told here that he's been led into the wilderness and through that experience he fasted and had a lost series of temptation by the devil but he was and he was able to what overcome those temptations he was able to overcome the devil and one thing i i noticed here is the power of preparation where jesus has even started his work from his tender age we are told even from our previous chapter that even right from age 12 he has been with the doctors of the law sitting and learning the the word of god asking them questions so we could see that this these things has been the one helping him right now to face the devil because he's not there to even to understand to read the law in the wilderness but those things that he has been able to gain in the time past were things that was helping him to confront the temptation of the devil and another thing is okay another thing is his declaration that was was given when we were told that it was handed, added over the bible uh, the scripture scroll to that I declared the out of those temptation declared the assignment to people you make it known to them that this is why he has been sent to to them and another thing i would love to add is also a place of of what's the name discernment here the salmon you could see that the people of his of his country were not able to discern who he is so they, they were just amazed like this guy that is doing all this is not joseph's son so they could not even discern who he is and we were there to just to tell them we told them that they may not see him and that and the last thing that we love to add is that yeah focus 
lastly focus good evening everyone i'm delighted to be in this platform uh, we've been studying luke and today we started luke chapter four this morning while i looked at i was looking at chapter four i understood that all that happened in this chapter didn't just happen suddenly the the result of what is happening is that that started in the previous chapters from the birth of jesus christ in chapter two then we saw that in that chapter two also when he was 12 years old that was when he began with being in the temple asking questions about the word of god like he started building his life molding his life with the word of god the time the parents forgot him or left him in jerusalem he was with people that were more knowledgeable than him in the in the faiths people that had in-depth understanding of the word of god and we saw that this growth moved on to chapter 3 where he became baptized with water when john baptized him with water and that same day he was baptized with the holy spirit so coming to chapter 4 now the first verse told us jesus now full of the holy spirit i was thinking okay he has gotten it all he's now has understanding of the word of god he has been baptized with water he has been baptized with the holy spirit so i think one could say that he has arrived no but he went straight to the wilderness someone that have gotten like have attain a height kind of in the spiritual realm is now moving the first place he went to was in the wilderness so one thing that caught me thinking in that chapter 4 is verse 2 that told us that he was tested for 40 days seriously before now i've not acknowledged this before now i've not seen this like i only thought jesus was tempted after the after 40 days like after the uh, fasting but i came to understand that he was tested for 40 days that was every day he was facing one kind of challenge or the other one kind of temptation or the other it was not easy and god helping him because of the foundation he has been able to gain he didn't mess up in one of those days in the wilderness and god helped him if you look at even after the fast after the 40th day the devil came to tempt him again if you look at the way jesus was responding you know that this man has deep understanding of the word of god he was not just saying human words he was saying the word of god and read on that verse too we'll see how everything happened the miracles and how he was rejected but my contribution here is that everything that happened in this chapter 4 was as a result of what happened in the previous chapters which is the molding the building the foundational chapter foundational parts of the life of jesus oh my time is up thank you good evening everyone it's a pleasure being part of this wonderful gathering again today and from day four and as look for I was able to establish the fact that main one of the main things we are supposed to learn from this passage is the temptation of Jesus Christ. 
as Christians, temptation is part of the things we are supposed to face. Without temptation, this race won't be complete. Temptations are meant to test us, see how firm we are in the Lord. And so, for this, God gave us this word to to be a guide to our paths, so we'll be able to withstand the temptation. Just like Jesus, he used the word of God to attack the devil when he came with his temptations. So the word of God and the Holy Spirit are vital since we need in this race. With these two instruments, we are good to go. Study your Bible. You are, you are equipped for the battle because temptations are bound to come. But with this, you will be able to face them. Then in a world like this, our country, we also have the Pharisees who are there to criticize us, anything we do. And for you bearing the name of Jesus, you'll be tempted and criticized. But with the word of God, you are never common. So I urge us all to study the word of God more and more, so that we will be equipped, will be gallant soldiers for Christ. Thank you. Hello, guys. So, Luke chapter 4, and we've, a lot of us have said a very good comment about the temptation of Jesus. But um, the emphasis I want to make is that the Holy Spirit is important. It's very, very important in our work with God. His work and His ministry cannot be overemphasized. That's just the truth. The Holy Spirit is important. It's very, very important in our Christian work. Jesus actually... Luke was so good. Even when Jesus started, Luke was able to tell us that the person of the Holy Spirit, if we look at the scripture, Holy Spirit was mentioned three times in the book of Luke chapter 4. The first time when he was led, the second time when he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. The third time was when Jesus stood before the synagogue at his hometown. Bible says he took the book of the prophet and he found where it was written of him. That means uh, at the course of his study, he was able to find his purpose. He, he just as uh, Mercy have said, Sister Mercy have said, that he didn't just find, he didn't just sit down to wait for the prophetic to happen. He had to study and then he found where it was written and he read it out and he said the spirit of God. He started with the Spirit of God, that the Spirit of God has anointed me. So he didn't say, I have come to set the captive free. Mm-mm. It, he, he told us clearly that what he's going to do and what he's going to, what he's going to accomplish is by the Spirit of God. And that's why I say the Spirit of God is upon me. So the person of the Holy Spirit, he, his place cannot be over overemphasized. His place cannot be replaced. Like Sister Priya said it, he said, either you, you take him or you don't. But his place cannot be overemphasized in our Christian work with God. That is uh, another point I want to give. Uh, another point I want to add is that... Uh, uh, I think I forgot <laughs> the next point. But all I'm trying to say is this, that the person of the Holy Spirit cannot be emphasized. In our free, if we must fulfill purpose, if we must uh, find fulfillment in our work with God, we must, it's an endeavor, we must find it necessary to allow the Holy Spirit to take control. I think that is all for now, and that is... Um,
what I want to pick point from where I read today in the book of Luke. And so that brings us to the end of today's contribution. Please, you can still be part of this contribution. All you have to do is just uh, go to Facebook, look for the voice of Mike, and then when you go to our Facebook page, you will see the link to the WhatsApp group. Join and be part of this tradition. Don't be uh, out of it. Please be part of it. And thank you and good night. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Christmas Day. My love, I need some hope.